This is some type of game, bitch. Valentino. And I'm Cassie. Got that <laughs> and welcome back to Playtime is Over, episode 24. And we got Cassie in the motherfucking building. And um, it's giving me, it's me and you now. I've been waiting. Think, Think I, I want to make, make that move. <laughs> okay, boom. So well, I'm going to start off with our health tip of the week. Health tip of the week is for the fellas, semen retention. Save your nut. Yeah, yeah, I said it. It's a trend now. I've been practicing it for a while. Do I fall off? Yes, we all do. But I think it's important to practice your semen, holding your semen and building that testosterone. And um, so here's some tips. Boom, good for your mental clarity. That mental clarity, sometimes when you you nutting too much and you don't like, you can't focus. Like I'm 30 now. I'm 30. I'm so glad to be 30. But I'm 30 now. So now I got some like skin in the game where I know like if I haven't come in a while, I'm so mad because I know my mother's going to hear this. But if I haven't come in a while, my focus is better. It's more clear. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it, it builds mental clarity. And then like I'm talking from experience, but I also did my own research as well. But I'm really speaking from experience. So you're more focused. You're more motivated to do shit. That's why a lot of niggas get successful when they get older because they don't have that sexual urge as much so they have more um that energy is going into something else as opposed to fucking so you're more motivated and you know when you get older your sex drive drops it it does it's not as active so you're more focused on getting to the bag and coming up with ideas and being creative and also you require less sleep like you don't need as much sleep when you're not releasing your semen all the time over and over and over you have high testosterone you're stronger in the gym you've got quicker comebacks because the the whatever it is the semen i don't know whatever the vitamin cuz there's so much nutrients and vitamins in it it's it's not how do i how do i explain this basically when you release that it releases also some type of chemical from your brain as well so when you're not releasing that chemical a lot you quick on your feet if a bitch say something to you you quick like i can't explain it but i know when i'm on my semen retention like heavy my comebacks is quicker like don't play with me also you're stronger you have prettier skin because the the semen has zinc in it which makes your skin pretty and they do say women see you more attractive you know i'm not really checking for y'all holes so that, that part don't really apply to me but also spiritual benefits you manifest things faster as well so you niggas need to get on that semen retention and stop playing with your dicks and that's our week's health tip of the week y'all so anyway how you been i'm good how are you good i have the biggest obsession right now with getting my life together because I hit 30 Mm -hmm. and well I've always had that obsession but now it's even bigger and I was thinking about like you know like when do I want to have kids and stuff like that like I'm just hitting a certain age where I'm just thinking about those things you know like and do you want kids? Yeah, I you want. Some, I want some kids. How many, how many kids do you want? I want a boy and a girl. I want my daughter to be named Zakia. <sighs> Go ahead, Zakia. I love the name. So my Zakia Alize. No, Zakia. <laughs> I don't know the middle name, but Zakia. And then the boy, his name's gonna be Zenith. Oh, that's cute. Z- Zenith means the highest point of something, the highest form, the most 
powerful. I like the name Zakia though. I'm sorry, sweetheart. You're gonna have to get a little, little hood name. But yeah, but what does Zakia stand for? I don't know, but it it is not too hood though. It's a little ghetto, but it's not like Sean Quasia. It's not like, you know what I mean? I think it's and then it starts with a Z. You don't find people too much that got a name that start with a Z. Yeah. So I want two kids. And I have a friend that went through the procedure. She has a wife. And they like went through the process of like having kids. They they got kids like and we're the same age. It's crazy. It's like you really could go through the process and they figured it out. And I'm like, oh, my God, if she could do it, why can't I do it? Absolutely. I just need a nigga first because I'm not doing that shit by myself. I don't know how the fuck my mother was doing, had two kids and was like, I don't know how. I don't know how. And we weren't dirty. We weren't on um, public assistance. Not to say like, you know, times be hard, but my mother, we was good. You know what I mean? And I don't know how the fuck she was doing that because if I had a kid right now, I don't know. You be stressed. I be stressed out. You know what I mean? But yeah, by doing some kids, I'm turning 30, I'm getting old. And, you know, it's time to like, you know, have a kid. So I'm definitely. Um, but husband first. Husband first. Husband first. So it's like, but it's like, do I got to, I really want to, I want to wait on a nigga. I mean, you want to be a single mother? Not a single mother. dad? <laughs> <laughs> you want to be a single daddy? I so. don't. I, I think that that sounds horrible. Yeah. So, yeah. Husband. Husband first. Husband first. And you feel like I need somebody more mature. Yes, definitely. Why do you feel that way? Because you're mature. And um, these young boys, they not, they not trying to be no daddy. They not trying to be married like... It's just out there having fun. So I feel like you would have fun too, but you would have fun with an older dude and it would just be you and him. So what? what's older? Older would be like, I, I could see for you, 40. 40? I wouldn't mind dating a 40 year old, but yeah. he can't be like... 40. Like he got no, he like, got to be forty. Fun. Ooh. He got to dress. He got to smell good. He got to wash that ass. Yeah, all he, of that. And he got to smoke. Okay, you want him a little hood, but but corporate hood, right? Yeah, that's cute. like reformed hood. Like yeah, you was used to sell drugs, but then you like started yeah, doing cool. some other shit, and you like got money. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you dated a narcissist. Yes. <laughs> Did you want to talk about that on the show? We can. I mean, we here now. I mean, because you know what? Everybody always says, like, narcissists cause that out for everybody, but not everybody is one. How did you know? When did you really know he was a narcissist, though? He talked about it a lot, actually. He talked about it. He he would we, say stuff like, you got these people dating these narcissists and all this stuff. And then I just, one day on YouTube, a video popped up. I guess my phone must have heard him. Yeah, you know our and phones then, be listening. Yeah. So then a video popped up and then I listened to it. And then I was like, everything the dude was saying, I like listened to several videos. It was like, he- It sounded like him. That's my boyfriend at the time. So how long were y'all together at that point? Oh, like six years. Oh, shit. So you didn't... I didn't find out, you guys, until like the sixth year, actually. I mean, I'm going to say find out, but really see that he really was that because he was good at like he covered it up and I was just thinking like okay we break up we make up um he go he has his little moods and when I realized what he was really doing after I started looking at the videos was when I was like wait a minute I'm like that's not the life I want that's not yeah. what I'm doing so you 
what was, what was he doing though? How did you, like, why did you think he was a narcissist? Um, I got a lot of silent treatments. So you felt So like- they, that's how they control you. At first, in the beginning, it was like he mimicked everything I wanted, of course. Oh, so they make it sound. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was just saying this. Okay, yeah. this is what I said the other episode. I said, these niggas will come into your life. Right. And, and, and act like we're in a relationship and mm-hmm. do everything good. Like everything that you want. Yeah. And then they just pull away when they just feel like pulling away. Well, once they got you in. So once they get you open and you ready and you want to be with them. Yeah. Then they, then they, then no, they, they got to train you. So after they mimic what you want for a couple months, they slowly start doing little things to see if they can get away with it. And they go, I got away with that. So I'm gonna make it a little bit different this time. And then they just keep doing these things. And before you know it, they're all wrong. And you're thinking it's you because they've convinced you that you're wrong. And you're thinking like, well, maybe I did something to make him do this. And the silent treatments, like I said, the disappearing for three weeks so you can be in the street, like starting arguments. So just so you can go hang out with someone else. Being in the same bed, but texting on your phone and doing all that and trying to act like you're looking at clothes, but you were really texting someone. Damn. Yeah. So. So you, damn. And you went through this for six years. Like, what was the thing that kept you around? I loved him. Like, and when I love someone, like. I thought you was going to say the dick. No, I mean, that too, but I really loved him. And when I love someone, like I give my all and me as an Aries, that's what we do. We'll love hard Mm -hmm. and we'll give our all till we can't give it no more. But when we're done, it's a wrap. Even if they came back and was like, I'm sorry, I got changed or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm different now. Once we stop loving you, that's it. So I always say like people never forget an Aries because we do, we're dedicated. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all are dedicated And you know A lot of niggas Don't deserve that Mm-mm. But damn Six years is a six lot Six years And then I mean so Good if, dick is good too <laughs> yeah, good So if you could go back Would you be like I wouldn't I would have never Fucked with him Um I probably wouldn't I wouldn't say I would never fuck with him Because like I said I loved him I just probably Wouldn't have Fucked with him That long And if I didn't see improvement, you know what I'm saying, of checking the situation early on, you know what I'm saying? Like, I probably would have left early on. I wouldn't have gave him six years, but he was good. He was good at love bombing. Like, he was really good because I there was a lot of stuff I didn't even find out until like. And love bombing is what? That's one of the signs of a narcissist. Um, Just telling you, basically telling you what you want to hear. Like, you know, when, like, say if we broke up or something, when he came back on the scene, he'd be on the scene like hard for a month and just being like, it's me and you, we going to do this, we doing this, we doing that. And then he would just have an episode where I kind of consider it like disappearing acts because he would just like start an argument and then disappear for like a week or so. You know, and I felt like when he was doing that, he was actually seeing someone else. And narcissists will bench warm you because he has reached back out to me like several times. But I'm just I'm now I know who he is. And I called him out and he's like, so there's a lot of people like he admitted. Ooh, it. Not so. Yeah. So, so. Yes. And so now that I've called him out about it, um, he can't get me now. But he but they do bench warmer. So like when I'm in position and I'm in position for two months, he making sure I'm good. He going he going to have to put me on a bench a minute in a minute to bring the next chick off the bench and make sure she good because he wanted they want to keep as many as they can on the team. Damn. Because it's about controlling that person. And he was able to actually control me 
for six years. Oh my God. Yeah. So what do you do if a nigga gets slapped in front of you? Slapped? Like your man, this is your nigga. This if my is- man got slapped, he better handle that. What, okay. I don't date dudes that get slapped <laughs> anyway. Like the dudes I date, so, no, nah, ain't no slapping going on with them. Okay, so y'all out to eat and y'all in line and he skips somebody in line and the nigga... Another nigga slapped? Smack the shit out of him in front of you. Oh, it's, it's, it's on and popping. I already know. Like that would never happen. So if, okay, what if he got knocked out in front of you? Is your pussy is your pussy still getting wet if he get knocked out in front of you? That's my dude. I, oh, it would still I, get wet. Yeah, I would love. I love oh, him. Oh, she's about to die. You about to like, die, bitch. I when love, I love a you. dude, I love him. Like, See, and that's why that motherfucking yeah. narcissist he didn't deserve you because yeah. you a ride or die, bitch. Yeah. Damn. Because if someone knocked his ass out, you would have been right there. You know how many bitches would have left Never. if they nigga got knocked out nah, in front of them. I would. I mean, nah, I wouldn't. I know. I know a lot of women that would say they pussy can't even get wet no more if if he gets knocked out if he got knocked out just randomly not ra- I mean well, well he cut the line some, something or like a said, situation a, a situation um, went left and yeah no I just I would that's my dude I'm keeping my dude I love yeah. you see I gotta give me an Aries that's just not that I'm getting knocked out or anything but you know just to know that they really are there to ride or die for it but just for the record dudes I deal with they don't get knocked out boo boom mm-hmm. I, the soundboard is all the way over there I would have definitely hit an Aries home for that one so my thing is when I'm thinking about like the because I want to get back to the narcissist thing uh-huh. and then I'm gonna close it because it's, it's not what really what the episode is about but I did want to get yeah. into it because sometimes we and I think it's also important to talk about this people that could be on the spectrum of narcissism as well mm-hmm. so you might not be a full-blown narcissist like textbook definition but sometimes you could you could kind of be on the spectrum a little bit Oh, damn. We, oh, okay. Yeah, you could kind of be on the spectrum. So you might have some of the traits. And I think it's important to to put that out there as well because people feel like if they're not textbook definition narcissism, narcissist, then it There's don't many apply. levels. Many but, levels. Yeah, so you could kind of be on the spectrum. And I think it's important to put that out there as well. You could be dating somebody or you could be friends with somebody. Yeah. Yeah, you can be friends. They can be relatives. Do you have... Get into that. So I like... Mean, Outside of okay, so outside of that situation, have you ever been friends with or had someone else in your life that's a narcissist? Yes. And how is that relationship? Are y'all still friends or? Well, it's relative. Like you really can't unfriend them or not be friends with them. But okay. you just know that they're never going to take accountability for anything. Like, and then when they deflect and put it on everybody else but them, it's just kind of like you just know how to kind of handle them once you have been through it and um, you see the signs and you know about it. Because a lot of people don't know about it. They just think like people are just like, oh, that's just how they are. No. That's just not how you don't have to put up with it. So mm-hmm. you kind of like limit your energy with them. And I have limited my energy with, you know, some relatives like that. Yeah. And you have to because they'll just take and take and take and take. Like I've seen it happen before where people, but they don't realize that, that the person is a narcissist. They don't realize that that's a thing. Even though this word has been being thrown around us. Yeah, like they say that, trendy. but it is. Even if a person like... Say a person just, you don't even know what you did and that person just randomly stops talking to you. And then you're like, you reach, they reach out to you maybe two weeks later. You've been calling and texting, you don't know. And then they reach out to you like two weeks later and they're saying, I just had to take a break from you. 
and they're like, my piece is more and more important than yours. Like if they do something like that, that's to me, that screams narcissist because the fact that you couldn't communicate, because it's like, you're over here trying to figure out what you did and you ain't doing anything. You don't know what you did. So you, you trying to figure it out and then it's them. And then they just take this. Extreme. Oh, you're saying you were trying to figure out what you did to that person. I'm and just they saying, just, ju- just, you know, just giving an example. And they take mm-hmm. an extreme break from you without no communication, no nothing. And then you're reaching out and you know, you didn't do anything. You don't feel like you did anything wrong, but they felt like you did something wrong. I feel like that's a form of narcissism too, because I don't even know if I said that right. Narcissism. Yeah. Yeah. Good. But yeah, that's, I feel like that's a form of that too. So even the ones who do that and then say they had to take a break and then they come back around after three or four weeks or a month and they want to be back in your circle. You need to reevaluate that because if that's part of them, if that's something that they do and they don't tell you, you know, what you did and you don't know. And then when you're asking like, well, why did you take a break? And they say you were too much. Give me a definition of too much because you can't just say someone's too much and there's no definition. Right, right. It's like, what did I do to make you take a break? So you need to, y'all ladies, y'all need to watch that too because that's a problem too. And that is a form of it. That's like form of control because they want to be able to control you. So when they come back around, especially if you really like them, you're going to be like trying to do so much to make sure they don't, you know, leave again, you know, and that's, that's not good. That's a form of, yeah, no. So it's like, you don't want them to leave again. So you'll just like go over and beyond. And, and that's it's what like, then you're self-sacrificing yourself mm. by doing that, going over and beyond when, when they come back around ladies, y'all should be like, no, I don't even want to talk to you because you couldn't even communicate. And it's crazy because narcissists are so fucked up that you would go above and beyond for them and it'll still never be enough. Because they come back around loving you like, and you're like, you want that. Especially if they got good dick. (sighs) You just be so confused. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like you, let's say you were to go above and beyond for that, for this person, whether it's a friend or a, a a nigga or whatever and it's like narcissists are so fucked up in their ways that you would do that and it it just doesn't even matter because they want what they want yeah so they'll want they want you to be in that position to where that's where they want you but it's still not enough they still gonna be fucked up to you yeah it'll just only be good for a little bit and then they'll still go back to the same fucked up even with you giving your all because unless they get help and even when they get help they still need help. If they acknowledge and they, they're going to therapy, that's cool. And like, you know, with us as, you know, a melanated population, we really need therapy. We don't go to therapy. We have a lot of hurt from so many years ago, our ancestors and all that. So we carry a lot of that with us. So we hurt people. Mm-hmm. Even when the ones that are like that we don't want to hurt, we still wind up hurting them. So I feel like everybody needs some therapy. Yeah. You know? I agree. And I want to just say that, Charlemagne, you know, you, a lot of therapists, black therapists especially, owe you money because you wrote that book. And therapy is like a word that Charlemagne Charlemagne wrote a book and talked about anxiety on on Mm -hmm. podcasts and public platforms. And now it's like a regular thing. But I could imagine all of the therapists that are able to thrive now because he made it a normal thing for people to go to therapy. He made it cool because he has a voice in our culture whether we want to admit it or not. So he kind of made it cool because before he was talking about therapy, black people was not talking about therapy. And then I think therapy, I mean, how do you feel? Do you think if you go to a therapist, they need to be a melanated therapist or a Caucasian therapist? You know, I think it depends on who you are. Some people don't care about that. Some people want an Asian therapist. I want, uh, I would prefer a melanated therapist, but then sometimes like I think about it like uh, a, a white therapist might have had better access to better education 
and they might be on some next level shit because of the education they got and they might be really, really dope. So I can't discount them just because they white. Sometimes we not saying that, but I mean, it is what it is. They do have more access to certain things. So sometimes our people not saying that they're not good, but sometimes, you know, we get like um community college or I don't know. I don't know how it works, but I would still prefer a black therapist because I feel like they just they just would get it. And it's sometimes there's people that could be a therapist and they're not even they didn't even take all the courses and all the classes. They just know yeah. what what points to hit and what you know how to look at it from the outside looking in. But I wouldn't be mad at someone if they wanted to go to a white therapist because there are some white therapists that are damn good and they get it. Even if they're not, and obviously they would never get it, get it because they're not black. But right, I, I could just see how there are some the select few, not a lot. <laughs> But I could see how they would get it. But what you feel like it should be. I feel like melanated for certain topics dealing with us. And I feel like, I mean, you would need two therapists. Like you, but you can go to the Caucasian for like other different to- like other topics. But I don't feel like I would talk about melanated topics with a Caucasian because they're not gonna get it. They're yeah. they're just not gonna get it. And so I would definitely do melanated. And I think there's a lot of educated melanated. Um, therapists out there that did not just go to community college. I think there's a lot. <laughs> They're gonna kill me for saying that. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> I think there's a. I but no, think, but wait, I let think me defend myself. Lot. Okay, so I don't think that they just went to community college. I was just saying, like, sometimes we don't have the access to the education, and we have to like, and not saying that our people didn't go to good schools. Obviously, we've come so far. Yes, we have. But I just think sometimes they have more access and they might be able to tap into something differently than we. But I do agree with you. The melanated shit, it wouldn't make sense to talk to a person that's... Yeah, about melanated melanated issues. Like, they will never understand because they're not melanated. Right. So, but like I said... I feel like you have you would have like maybe the financial aspect of it. You could probably talk to a Caucasian person like in that area, maybe. But they probably won't get that either. I mean, well, they have their. They don't be struck. I mean, they don't really. Well, like they don't be going through struggles that we yeah, go through. So they, I mean, when I say that, I meant like just like stocks. and st- I mean, you really could get everything. I shouldn't even say that. Not I feel stocks. like you could probably get everything so with you an like educated, melanated person. You just need to do your research. Mm-hmm. You need to read the reviews. You know, you just need to check. I mean, because I'm pretty sure they're out there. And then, even though because the reviews could say that, but sometimes you got to feel a vibe. Yeah. Like, sometimes you just have a vibe yeah. with somebody and you like, this person gets me. Because I've heard people go to therapy and they're like, I don't like this bitch. She don't get me. And then they'll go to someone else and they're like, this is more, or they'll have one. And then they, for some reason, they can't go to that one no more. They go to someone like, I like the first lady I had. Like Female therapists or male therapists? Um, I think I would do male because I feel like I'm around women all the time. I think I need a man's perspective. I would do male. Yeah, I need a man's perspective. And then especially because I didn't really have a father in my life. I think I finally came to terms that my father wasn't a good dad and I'm not even mad at him no more. Yeah. Mine wasn't either. I've, and you have to forgive them. This is the only way you're going to move forward I just, in your life. I just started forgiving him because yeah, I was right. mad for years. Yeah, but it doesn't hurt nobody but you. 
I was hurt though. I was hurt. I was just like, why, why would you want to not be in your kid's life? Like, cause once again, therapy, they need therapy. Like, yeah. I mean, our black men, all of us, yeah. but our black men do also just really need it bad. They have a lot on them. And like, why would you not, if I have a kid, I just like, even just the simple fact that me and him look exactly alike. And it's like, I would just want to know things about my kid that, you know, obviously I take on, you know, you take on your parents' genes. So they have, you have similar traits in them, like just observing your kid and the way they do things, how you do them or the way they have ideas, how you might have had when you were that age or just little things like that. You wouldn't even want to see how your kid is growing and developing or take care of them or help out with certain things. Like I was mad at my dad for years. He passed away almost, no, in November it would be 10 years. He's been dead, but you know, I see him in my dreams and stuff a lot, but I just be like thinking like, why the fuck would you not want to be in your kid's life? But I'm not mad at him anymore. Like I was mad for years. Like I was mad for a long time when he was alive. I was mad at him. I just didn't appreciate him not being there. Cause I always knew how important it was to have a, a male figure in your life as a kid, especially you growing up, going through shit, you growing up fighting all the time and just certain things like you need an, a man in your life. And he just, he didn't give a fuck. He wasn't there. I mean, well, I always, we can't say that. We have to say like, he just loved you. I always say our parents love us on the level that they're on when it comes to love. Like they do the best that they can. Like we really can't fault them if they don't. Cause that's what the love that, that's how the love they got from their parents. So they only can do you do as much as they know. So that means like when you become a parent, then you, if you don't want to be your parents, you love your baby more than what your parents did with you. But most of the time it just trickles down. Like I'm only going to, they give you the love that they were dealt. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Boom. That's how I I, I can appreciate that. Yeah. I don't, I feel like he could have tried. I feel like he didn't even try. Like he just was. But how do you know? Like that he really didn't try. Maybe in his mind, he felt like he he wasn't like. If I he didn't feel a- like he was enough. Maybe he, you know, deep down inside, he wanted to be more like just show up more for you and didn't feel like he could. So I think he just didn't care. Honestly, if I'm being honest, I think he didn't give a fuck. And I think at that time it was OK to be a Debbie dad. Now, <laughs> bitches pussy does not get wet for Debbie dads. Like it's cool to be a father now on social media. Like fathers is in the kids lives. <laughs> True. Oh yeah. More. Like now you yeah, see it more, more than yeah. back in the day. Back in the yeah. day it was okay to be a Debbie dad. Now I don't think it was okay, but I just think they just did that. It was it was more socially acceptable. Like if you wasn't taking care of your kids, like you know Yeah, but bitches pussies was still getting wet for them niggas. It was still getting wet, but I'm saying today mm-hmm. I I'm sure it is still getting wet, but I don't think I think now it's like they looking at you crazy, like you got kids, you're not taking kids. Like that's frowned upon today. You don't think so? Mm, I still know like some chicks that they don't really care. Like they're like they don't care if you're a daddy dad. They're not even caring about that because it's about them. Like that doesn't even matter. That's that's that him and that mama. I just think, issue. Well, maybe if it's just sex, but maybe if it's long term, like you could really be with a nigga and you know that their kids need sneakers for school and their kids need shit and they not doing shit about that. That's crazy. That, then that I mean, but that that happens though. I feel like that's what happens. I feel like. Um, I mean, a lot of guys I know. Can your pussy get wet for a nigga that you know has kids and he he needs clothes for school? He needs things, but and he's not providing, and the mother is just struggling. Can your my my person my pussy wet? And then first of all, I don't want to. 
like being that I was in that relationship, like I don't want to date anybody who has like a whole bunch of kids. Like I don't have nothing against kids. Just just one, just one. One kid. is cool, and but you better be taking care of that. That's one. what I'm saying. What if they're not? Oh, just, and then they're taking care of me, and they're not taking care of their kid. Are they taking care of you? Let me see how. Because they would have to be. You know, what I'm saying. I mean, I'm not saying they would have to be taking care of me, but okay, I mean, if so they're not taking care of that kid, they probably say, wouldn't be taking care of me. Let's either. say they are taking care of you, mm-hmm. and then not taking care of the kid. Oh, I'm gonna say something. Cause I mean, it's gonna, I'm not going to be able to entertain that. Now, if it depends if that mom, you know what I'm saying? If that mom is acting crazy too, like I'm going to be like, just, you need to go put yourself on child support. Like, Oh, not putting yourself. Yes. Go put yourself on it. What what is it? 50, how much? 12% or whatever. 17% of your child. I mean, but I would want, I would feel bad that he was taking care of me and not taking care of his kid. No nigga is putting themselves on child support. Yeah. And there's a lot of niggas not taking care of their kids, so I, I just I just don't think that. And there's a lot of chicks that don't really care. Okay, we uh, we gotta get out of here. All right, but um, another day. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. That was um, I don't know. I just feel like niggas need to, you know, be. Well, I think they are now. Obviously, not everybody. There's a, I'm sure there's a whole slew of deadbeat dads out there, but I could see a shift happening. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of us growing up, our fathers were not in our lives, and I feel like the next generation is going to be a little different. And I love that for us, you know? Mm, yeah, I do. I love it. I, I love that for us. At least, like, even if they're not in a house, two-parent household, at least in the life, I could call, you know, two different perspectives, two different energies, masculine and feminine. Like, you, most of us just had one. And, you know, that fucked us up more ways than we we probably even realized. Yeah, when we had feminine from the mother, because, you know, we're stuck. <laughs> it was like, and then it's like, you only know your mother's side of the family for Thanksgiving. You just, you, a whole part of you is missing. A whole half of you, you don't even know that culture. Like, I'm half Jamaican. You know that culture? Very small percentage. Like, I know a little bit because I was young. My parents were together when I was young, but not really. That's a whole part of me that's missing that I will never get to experience because I don't have the teenage years of going to this person, you know, house for Thanksgiving. It was only only my mom's side. And I feel like that's most of us. And that's fucked up. I have two fucking parents. So that really irritates me. And that's why I just, I don't know. I just think women need to choose who they're, and men too, need to choose who their partner is going to be better. Like you already see what it is in the beginning before the kids get involved. Like you see how they act mm. when they showing out. I mean, after 90 days, 120 days, like you see that. The, but I feel like the dick really be clouding bitch's judgment and the dick be dicking. And, and the pussy do too though. And yes. The, right. Yes, yes. So then you think like, because she's crazy, she ain't going to be crazy and shit. But if but she's crazy like with you, as a she's going to be crazy. You're going to be the one really stuck with the baby so shouldn't you be the one to be responsible and say I'm not doing this yeah but like I said like essentially the woman is always the one that has to deal with it yeah but most of the time but most of the dudes sometimes will turn around and act like they're gonna be good just like the women will act like they're gonna be good but you already know what it is and you know if you have all these issues in the beginning bringing a baby into it is not gonna change that some bitches think that it's gonna keep the man it's around not. If It's they, not And then he still don't stay Because And now you got a baby having issues with him And then he meets someone That he doesn't have issues And now you got a baby And now he didn't moved on and Or vice just, versa And he not helping you You just stuck yeah, with his kid so It's yeah, fucked up Kids never solve the problem So you should never Bring them into that <sighs> Well, that's another episode of Playtime is Over. Thank y'all for tuning in. We got so much more to come. And I thank you for joining me. Yeah, and you're giving welcome. great Anytime. fucking insight this episode. You can follow me. Oh, we... 
Um, you can follow me at two number two underscore lips um, L I P Z S. Are you saying two lips like two your underscore pussy? lips? Are you talking no, about your pussy? No, two lips. I love two lips. Those are my favorite oh, flowers. The flower. oh. <laughs> my mind is so perverted. <laughs> yes, but I do got two lips. Like okay now, <laughs> okay. So y'all can follow me at K I R Q U E V A L E N T I N motherfucking O. And follow Playtime is over underscore pod on Instagram as well, bitches. As as always, Playtime is over, bitches. Okay.